0: Once upon a time, about a year and a half ago, so that would have been the summer of 2021, yeah, I had an idea for a video game. I had this idea, like, out of nowhere, seemingly out of nowhere. I had this idea of this story about a young person, like, genderqueer lady, but young person, who would have these episodes where she would accidentally stumble into other people's psyches and learn about herself in those adventures. And the story, the idea, it was just an idea like any other idea, of creative ideas all the time. But it kind of struck me a little bit different than others and it stuck with me. And so I decided, okay, like maybe I'm going to make a video game so i did the research and to figure out what does it take to make a video game how would one go about doing that learned about what game engines are which is just a fancy word for the software that folks use to make video games and i ended up making a decision i was like all right i'm gonna buy this piece of software this game engine called RPG Maker MZ that allows you to make old school turn-based RPGs in the vein of old school Final Fantasy titles. And I'm going to give this thing a go. (laughs) Apparently I'm going to make a fucking video game, right? And so I bought the software and I started following these tutorials and pretty quickly. And I was like, okay, like I'm learning the skills, sure, but it's so unfocused without there being an actual story, without there being an actual game. Like I'm just following these tutorials. I'm not. I don't know how I'd put all this together. And so, I thought, okay, well, we could immediately start making the game. But no, this the game's too big, right? I don't. I don't want to make that big of an investment. So let's let's do something silly. Let's do something small to test the waters and see do we enjoy the software. Does it do what we want it to do? And are we going to enjoy video game development? And so that's the way I decided to move forward. And I was like, okay, cool. What's a silly idea? So let's just throw a silly plot, some spaghetti at the wall and see what we're going to do. And it occurred to me, how about this like personal myth, this story from my own life that arguably Easily one of the darkest days of my life, maybe the darkest days of my life, that sort of got mythologized (laughs) in a conversation in Berkeley, California, and an addict of a like a loft of a tea shop after hours many years ago. Yeah, let's take that this big fucking loaded (laughs) story from my own life, and we'll make this silly game that will quote-unquote only take a couple weeks. And that will let me know whether or not I want to make quote-unquote the real thing. Incursions was the working title for the story about the young woman, the young person, stumbling into other people's psyches. And so I moved forward, making this story about this knight, this off-white knight, Isaac, in the lands of Axis Mundi. And things were going great until... <laughs> Like, I don't know, a month in when I'm supposed to be done with this thing. And it grabbed a hold of me. It wasn't all at once. I don't remember a white lightning event. It was a conversion by of the educational variety for those that speak in such tongues. I realized that the story had taken a hold of me and that it wasn't this silly thing anymore. It meant something to me. And so... Long damn story short, (laughs) I committed to this thing and I started making this story. I started making this video game that is titled Broken Nights, Nights, like nighttime. And over the course of the next 11 months and 900 hours, because the software tracks the amount of hours you put into it, I put damn near a year, damn near a thousand hours into what was supposed to be a silly thing that was going to take me two weeks And I made the biggest piece of art I've ever made and published it last August. And yeah, that is a whole ass thing all in and of itself. And I will include the link to it in the show notes. You can play it for free. You can play it in the browser. You can download it and play it actually from your machine, from your computer. You can also pay me for it, but you can also uh, play it for free. I'll put the, the link to it down in the show notes. But I tell the story of this video game to tell another story, which is often the case for me, (laughs) story, stories on stories, blessings on blessings. I was making this video game and I was probably, gosh, I don't know, five or six months knee deep in the trenches of taking what was inside of me and (laughs) making it into a goddamn video game. And this other impulse came up. Randomly, this other idea for a piece of content came up, not dissimilar from before. And the idea was to make a podcast. And like most of the ideas that I have for art or for fuck for most things, I don't take them super seriously when they first come up. I'm like, okay, you're a thought, you're a feeling, you're a cognition. That's cool. You know, (laughs) because I have a lot of thoughts, I have a lot of feelings, I have a lot of cognitions. However, the impulse, the urge, the idea, it didn't go away. It stuck around for some days. It stuck around for some weeks. It stuck around for some months. And maybe a month in or something, I realized I go like, okay, you have some veracity to you. Okay, so you are that kind of idea that because you have that veracity, you have that staying power, that gravitas, I tend to take that sort of thing seriously. And so I decided, cool, I'm going to make a podcast, but let me finish this video game first is the story that I told myself. (laughs) Let me finish this video game first and I will make a podcast. And so when the time came, August of last year, I guess it's been what, five months ago, when the time came and I published the game and put it out there for y'all to play it, I... (laughs) I did not make a podcast. That was five months ago. There is no podcast then. No, instead, I freaked out. I felt really vulnerable releasing the video game. I had made this huge piece of art, biggest piece of art I've ever made. And, it's, and it is a piece of fiction, 100%. And it is also this riff off of my life, this like mythology born of my life. And I just felt really raw, and so I didn't want to make any art at all, so I just buried myself, either logically or randomly, I buried myself in this curriculum, this online curriculum that teaches you how to program, that teaches you how to code, specifically teaches you how to do web development. It's called the Odin Project, Odin as in Thor's daddy. And I'll include the link to that in the show notes as well because it's a really incredible curriculum. It's on, fully online, fully free, fully work at your own pace, but it's terribly comprehensive and like well curated, well done, an incredible community. I've met some dope people and I lo- learned a lot of dope shit because I threw myself into it, not unlike the video game. And just put untold hours into it over the last, gosh, I guess, four or five months now. And learned a lot and made a bunch of projects and learned, for those that are familiar with such jargon, I learned HTML and CSS and JavaScript and Git and GitHub and the terminal. And fuck, I have a a virtual machine and I learned how to use Linux and developer tools and a fucking laundry list of other things if I sit and think about it. And I came into this a fucking Luddite. I came into this someone who I had so little background in technology and I I'd, I'd never coded a single line in my life, but through the video game, I found that interest and I found that proclivity and that was going great. I guess maybe there's several stories in here. There's a video game. There's a coding curriculum and obviously you are listening to a podcast. So second story. <laughs> Coding curriculum. Where are we? So I throw myself into it. It's going well. I have some interest in it. I have some proclivity. I have some ability. I'm doing the thing and it's doing its job. It's giving me a craft. It's giving me something to pour myself into. It's giving me a place to be in my solitude, which I've learned is one of the things that I need in this life. However, I pretty quickly knew that I was using it, amongst other things, the coding curriculum. I was using it to avoid, in a word, art, self-expression, creativity. And for a while, that was okay. For several months, that was okay, because I felt so (laughs) <laughs> I felt so vulnerable from having made that big piece and having released it and all that and for a while it felt good it's like cool i don't i don't want to make art you know but a few months into that it started to grate on me essentially i started to become incongruent and the resistance came up and eventually the the resentment cuz that's how it goes for me and i realized that Oh, fuck <laughs> i am very much using this coding thing and it's a dope thing you know the bounty of god it's a cool thing coding programming web development specifically the odin project i've appropriated this dope thing and i've used it to avoid this other part of me namely art creativity making content you know and I just got kind of sour, (laughs) you know, for the next, gosh, I guess, month, couple months. I just slowly got more and more sour until I got properly, like, resentful and in my feelings and all that shit. And finally, the dam broke. Finally, I'm praying about it more. I finally start talking to the homies about it, to my friends about it. And I realized the folly. I realized the error of my ways. I realized that I got to do this goddamn podcast that had latched itself onto me at this point, eight months prior or whatever it was, damn near a year prior. But part of, part of what was difficult then, even now, was the resistance that I had inside me. I just felt so hyper-resistant to it. But I couldn't understand why I felt resistant. It's like, bro, it's just a a podcast. You've done one before. I did one with Tom Emanuel. It was called Incessantly Human. It was later changed to The Godly Communist. Super fun. We did 30 or 40 episodes in the beginning of the pandemic. And I'll put a link to that in the show notes as well. So I had done a podcast before and... It's just a podcast. I'm just moving my mouth in the agora. I'm just running my mouth, right? And everyone has a podcast. Everybody and their mama has a podcast. So it shouldn't be a big deal. That was the story I was telling myself. And I didn't I didn't know how to reconcile that with the goddamn resistance. Me being so afraid, so anxious, crippled, frozen, stuck, litanies, adjectives, <laughs> verbs, I, couldn't figure out why it had messed me up until, again, I prayed about it, talked to my homies about it, I journaled about it, I ran on the treadmill avoiding it, you know, et cetera. And I realized that this podcast, this idea that had occurred to me, it's so bloody close, do not even the right way to say it. This podcast, this idea that had come through say, eight months ago or whatever it was. This idea that had come through. It's a version of the thing I most want to do with my life, which is to say self-express, self-express to make content, to make art, to move my mouth in the agora. It's a version of the thing that I most want to do, which is also to say the thing that most terrifies me. Because to step out there for me, maybe for others, it's like easier, but for me to step out there, to share my voice, specifically my voice, to share my thoughts, my feelings, to share of myself, I've known it to be the most rewarding experience in so many areas. Making that podcast with Tom, making theater with Tom writing poems, sharing poems, making that video game, preaching sermons when I worked in a drug rehab and running my mouth in a clinical context to use my voice and to, by the grace of God, capture other people's attention and to sometimes move them and to sometimes be able to participate in to be a vehicle a vessel a witness for their transformation to to every now and then to lose myself in the process to forget myself in the most divine fucking way possible to forget the pretense and the preambles to to forget the doubt and the fear and the anxiety and the fucking pretending and the posturing and the performance to forget all of the goddamn contrivances and all of the f- nonsense and to just let it flow through you and to to experience grace and to sometimes participate in grace, to witness grace. It's just the coolest damn thing, my friends. It's the thing shy of God, like the most important thing in my life, really, and it ain't even necessarily the right way to say it, like it it is a way that I experience God. It's one of the most profound ways that I experience God's grace, God's hand, God's providence in this world. And yeah. And therefore <laughs> it's also super scary. Cause the the fear of rejection, right? The fear of making bad content, the fear of being cringe, LOL, the fear of not being as good as you wish you damn were, the fear of letting people down, letting yourself down, the fear of being canceled. Fuck, man, I can make a litany, a litany of fears. (sighs) So I didn't realize it. I didn't realize that's what had me sort of stuck or whatever. But thankfully, again, through prayer, through journaling, through talking to my friends, through talking to the homies, I was able to realize that, oh, Here's this thing I want to do. Of course I want to do it. And of course it's terrifying me. But, (laughs) you know, here we are. And this is episode zero. This is a pilot for In the Agora with Aaron Eves. And I just wanted to share, I guess, the story of how we got here, a version of the story of how we got here and just share a little bit about what this podcast might look like moving forward. It's sort of unformed, or really it's just more sort of disparate. I'm open. It's flexible. The idea is, more than anything, I just want to make content. I want a platform where I consistently show up, have to show up, and make my damn episode. And I would like to have other people on. I would like to have solo projects and just kind of see where it goes really i don't have a particular theme that we're going to talk about specifically the lord or we're going to talk about specifically art or specifically culture or politics or hip-hop or mixed martial arts or any of the other myriad of topics that i found particularly compelling video games gaming tabletop rpgs etc So no particular focus at this point. I just want to make stuff alone. I want to make stuff with others. And I want a place where a platform where I can move my mouth in the Agora and share it with y'all and see what happens with the individual pieces, what happens with the larger thing itself, the podcast itself, what happens with the call to self-expression, to art, what happens to me and the call to this existential journey of hurtling through space with the Lord (laughs) and with y'all. So that's me. I was making a video game and now I'm making a podcast. And if you're still listening, I just wanna say thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. And yeah, check out the links in the show notes if you're interested in any of the stuff I talked about. And stay tuned for Inshallah, (laughs) for Lord willing, stay tuned for episode one.